calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbian shouts. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. We want to let you all know that we have trivia for the Wilds on December 15th, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5.30 p.m. Pacific. You can get your tickets at bit.ly slash thewildstrivia. We cannot wait to see you there. We also want to remind you that we are releasing Patreon bonus episodes in season six now, and we just put out our last one last week. Uh, It is our fourth bonus episode. It was on Mulholland Drive, and uh, you for sure are going to want to catch these episodes because we are just having a lot of fun with all of these things that we've been waiting to talk about. So you can get those if you join our Patreon at any level. You get access to those episodes. You can find that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. We also are coming up. Today is Should Have Been Gay 95. So we have five more till our 100th Should Have Been Gay episode. Insane. Insane. We have not picked a day yet, but we do know that either at the end of January or beginning of February, we'll be hosting a live episode with two of our favorite previous guests. Guess who they're going to be? TBD. (laughs) (laughs) And we will let you know as it comes, but we just want to get you excited and ready for that 100th episode virtual live extravaganza oh for sure keep your eyes out we're gonna have all the details as we get everything figured out we'll be we'll be releasing everything in the greater les universe the l word generation q new season has come out i know that a lot of tibet fans are very happy with what's been going on and also sad and also (laughs) upset because Jennifer Beals has announced that she's leaving to make room for other stories, which, like, I will say I'm a huge Bet fan, so that is really hurting my heart as well. So we are there with you. But I'm still enjoying the current season. We also want to draw attention to, so Dove Cameron won a, I think, New Artist of the Year award at the AMAs this year. 
And uh, two things. One, she gave a performance that was the gayest thing that I think I've ever seen. I mean, just like... It, she's basically just like chasing after this girl, like one of her dancers on stage, and she's being all like, you know, I could be a better boyfriend, and you're like, okay, sounds right. It was great, but then she also actually gave a really, really nice uh, speech um, when she did win her award. She like dedicated it to the the club Q, you know, everyone involved in the shooting, and talked about like queer community and how important everything is. And so I don't know, it was just it was a really nice speech. I thought she did a really great job. That's all. We're here for Dove Cameron. Also, another new show that just came out on Netflix, Wednesday. A lot of you have been asking for it for a Should Have Been Gay. I agree. It's on our list. Don't worry. It is high on the list. I really love It's a great show. Acting is incredible. The storyline. It's so Tim Burton. And yeah, I'm really loving it, but also agree that it should be gayer. Oh, Let's yeah. go. That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. We want to take a minute to tell you all about the Magic Mind Brain Booster. Consistently creating new content isn't easy. It requires energy, but also a lot of focus, and that can be a hard balance. Too much energy, and you feel amped up and ready to bounce off the walls instead of feeling dialed in. And I'm someone who's never liked coffee, so sometimes it can be even harder to find something to give you that extra little bit of energy. I feel you, Lee. Caffeine makes me absolutely crazed (laughs) it's not a good look for me so that's why magic mind is so great it's a way to get that extra boost without having to down a cup of coffee day after day magic mind is just a little matcha shot which means it has less caffeine than a cup of coffee but also contains a bunch of catechins that help extend the benefits of caffeine as well as nootropics that help you stay more productive and focused they come in little individual servings so they're convenient to grab on the go or to just have exactly the right amount on hand every morning I've been making little matcha lattes with them. Um, I have one of those little like latte foam machine makers, uh, and they're super easy. Just pour them right in there. I love that. I need a latte foam machine maker. <laughs> Give me one. Yeah, I've just been I've just been drinking the little shots, and it like <laughs> I sit down and I'm like, all right, let's hang out music. Let's go. I'm in the zone. <laughs> it's I great. I like to be fancier with mine. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that about you. If any of you are like me and you've been struggling with your energy and getting all your projects done, and we know we have lots of projects, without that looming crash, I definitely suggest trying out Magic Mind. And we have a 20% off code that we can share with you all. It's leshangout20. To use it, you can go to magicmind.co slash leshangout and enter the code leshangout20 at checkout. And the best part is they have a money back guarantee. Plus, if you get the subscription, it's 40% off. Our code only lasts 10 days, so hurry up and head to magicmind.co slash leshangout and enter the code leshangout20 to try out your Magic Mind matcha shots. Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our 95th installment of Should've Been Gay. Oh, it was fine, it was great, but it should've been a little more gay. And in this week's episode, clear your busy schedules. We're going to Belgravia and Montanaro. Wow. <laughs> wow, that was amazing. You should start in your own Princess Let's, Switch film. How do we make it happen? Um, how do I get my Only own Lee. franchise? This is what I want to I mean, know. I think Vanessa Hudgens is the producer. So like, you just have to get enough money to produce it okay. yourself. And then you're good. We'll make it happen. So- we'll make it happen. We are super excited tonight. 
Um, A, to be diving into the astrology. B, to have a very special guest joining us. We have Colette McIntyre, who is a comedian, writer, and creative living in Brooklyn, New York. She hosted the monthly variety show, I Think We're Alone Now, at the historic Stonewall Inn. And she's a Pisces sun, Aries moon, and Aries rising. And she once really freaked out Steve Harvey, but we hear that's a story for another time. Incredible, Colette. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, I love that you read the whole thing. I kind of thought some of the lines of the bio were just fun little asides for the two of you, some gossip, but all of it's right there. Listen, I'm I'm not going to pretend that we have never um, done some editing on the bios that we sent. We've we've received (laughs) bios that I swear to God are like a full page long and write a full Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. What are what was I going to cut out of this? No, there's it's nothing. Perfect. No, it's too. Thank good. you. I don't know if you know. You probably don't know this, but Lee and I are both Pisces sons. Yeah, <gasps> we're gonna have a what good time tonight. It's like gonna be a watery. I, I was say, I can't wait till we all start crying about <laughs> Fiona's backstory and difficult childhood, mm-hmm. and really empathizing with her. Yeah. Um, wow, I can feel. Oh, I feel so safe in this space. Thank you. Good. good. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> Um, also I didn't freak out Steve Harvey but Mm. I was this is such a random story but I was on the Rachel Ray show when Steve Harvey was on it and it was such a crazy thing me and one of my friends in college pretended that we had a feud because it was the family feud episode so we made up a fake feud to get on to the Rachel Ray episode and like tell our feud to Steve Harvey. And he totally slut shamed me on the episode. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. None of this makes it. The whole time was like Rachel Ray just like, I'm making a lasagna. Like the whole time yes. you were talking about your fight. Yes. She was just and, uh, yes. saucing sausage. <laughs> and our whole fight was about me sexiling her. So it was like we're oh. roommates and I keep sexiling her. And oh. then, of course, like my mom's like, oh, my God, you're on Rachel Ray. And like, this is the story. Oh and you're God. like, maybe don't watch. Yeah. And that I was like, one. it's not. I promise it's not real. But. Oh, yeah. No, Stephen Harvey wouldn't like that. So uh, Stephen says I like to call him, <laughs> has famously said that, like, he doesn't like to associate with, like, not uh, people who, like, don't aren't godly, like mm-hmm. not godly people. And so my. I'll speak it short. I know I said I wouldn't tell the story, but here I am. Here we are. I wrote for the Steve Harvey New Year's Eve special. And I was the only woman in the writer's room. Wow, big shock. And so I was essentially hired just to write for Maria Menunos. There are so many layers to this tale. But basically, there was a day he came in to meet everyone. And I didn't realize he was coming in. Not that I would have changed anything. But I was in my my light goth day still. And mm-hmm. so I was wearing like a dog collar and purple lipstick. I was like essentially like fully undercut it out. Like big fucking homosexual yes. in the house. Sounds right. And he went down this line of like gentle white men all wearing like various uh, uh, ill-fitting button downs and shook their hands. And then he reached me, flinched, like very visibly flinched and would not shake my hand. Like clearly was like Satan has brought a test in to me once again and I will pass. And so like (laughs) kind of just looked at me, nodded and walked away. Yeah, that's from what I experienced. That sounds accurate. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I am so mm-hmm. glad. Wow, there's so much we share. In this I know, space. and it's only like five minutes in. Like it's gonna... almost like a strange old man who keeps crossing Whoa. continents brought us all Whoa. together. <laughs> Wink. 
What? Okay, I say we plan a retreat and then we all switch lives for a day or two. This is we're gonna do this. I'm here for I it. I think we could pull we it all off. We all have exactly the same aesthetic as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> we, yeah no, listener. Anyone would get us, all three of us confused, I think. <laughs> yeah. Listener, you can't see us, but we are exa- like shockingly it's identical. Uncanny. Uncanny. You logged in and I was like, I'm looking in a mirror. Yeah. I'm demanding an Ancestry. <laughs> is Ancestry.com one of your sponsors? Yeah. Like yeah, we're going to, sure. I yes. need to This see. is a surprise. At the end, we're going to find we're all related. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm so glad. I where where am I? What's happening? I'm what so are we doing? Happy with how this this episode well, we has are started. Um, emotionally in Belgravia. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. So we anyone who has not picked up on this yet, we are doing not just the Princess Switch. We're doing the whole trilogy. We're doing the <laughs> whole thing. Okay. Well, I shouldn't say that because listen, I'm not gonna lie that like we finished uh, Princess Switch three, and the first thing Kelsey and I, my wife and I, immediately did is to Google like when is Princess Switch four ha- like what's yeah is what it? are we waiting for? I don't know. All we could find are articles from last year that were like if it came out, it would be next November, and we're like it's November now. Netflix, what are you doing to us? Right. I but- mean. I got to be honest, I pitched this movie to do um, just so I could have a platform to address the writers of The Princess Switch, because I think we are owed a fourth Vanessa Hudgens character. I think they need to stop being cowards in The Princess Switch 3. They did not give us a new V-Hudge, and I think she could do it. Like her range. If if we don't go full orphan black on this, like, what are we even doing? Like, what are we doing? Right. It's like. I feel betrayed. When I watched Princess Th- Switch 3, I, I was honestly betrayed, aghast, devastated. Um, okay. that You're saying that there wasn't a new... Uh, that there new, wasn't yeah. a new... Yeah. I am I was betrayed by something else that I also felt was just as egregious, and we can talk about it <gasps> afterwards. But first... A tea. How <laughs> straight it was? Is that... <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that just goes for all of them. Um, listen, before we get into it... For anyone who's not familiar with all three Mm -hmm. of the Princess Switch movies, I'm going to read, this is like Christmas for me, not just one, not just two, but three IMDb synopses that I'm going to read before we do our gay synopsis, okay? So the IMDb synopsis for Princess Switch 1, the OG, the classic, is as follows. Competing in a Christmas baking competition in Belgravia, a Chicago baker bumps into the prince's fiancé who looks just like her. They switch lives for two days. Concise, okay. to the point. <laughs> short and sweet. Yep. Yeah, short, real short, real sweet. And the movie is just as, stra- honestly, just as straightforward. Yes. They're like, yeah, they look exactly like, no one is shocked or surprised, no. really. Yeah. And and now we're just kissing each other's friends. Yes. <laughs> as you do. As yep. you do. The IMDb synopsis for The Princess Switch 2, Switched Again, Okay. <laughs> when Duchess Margaret, the tagline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was really, I was you upset. Have to, you have to. When Duchess to, Margaret unexpectedly inherits the throne to Montanaro and hits a rough patch with Kevin, it's up to her double Stacy to save the day before a new lookalike party girl Fiona foils their plans. Okay. I feel like Stacy yep. gets a little short shrift in this one. I but... also feel like foils is like an understatement. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> girl snatches her. <laughs> right. It's much more true crime than what they are setting us up for. Like, oh, it was crazy. Like, no, she full on gets kidnapped. Okay. In like and... the dingiest place. Oh, yeah. It's real bad. And then finally, the Princess Switch 3 romancing the star. <laughs> 
<laughs> when a priceless relic is stolen, Queen Margaret and Princess Stacy enlist the help of Margaret's cousin Fiona, teams with a man from her past to retrieve it with romance and resulting in a very unexpected switch. I swear to God verbatim, I'm reading what's on IMDb, what okay? Happened? It's what happened? It's someone had a stroke while writing this. Okay, I think if you can like work, if you can, you know, struggle bus your way through that, I think I, I think they got kind of the main gist of it. But of that third one? It's a little, <laughs> it's a little hard to even figure out Understand. let's put it that way right yeah. if what you take away from the synopsis of the third one is just gobbledygook yeah. <laughs> guess what baby that is the film you nailed it the film is like they couldn't even come up with a third switch pun which i feel like really says it all i think mm -hmm. romancing the star is a fun pun because you get the there's the star there's the the star piece there's i feel like they're calling fiona yeah, but no star. one bucks yeah, the but, star yeah well, listen <laughs> Who is the star of Who's your heart star? in this movie? Wow, I, think, I see. The right? star is a metaphor. Yeah, it's the star <laughs> piece. Netflix really going for it on this one. It was a stretch. It's a it's a little bit of a it stretch. It was a stretch. I'm still here for it. Listen, you know what's funny, Ellie? For for how many movies I have come in here and just like ragged on, I am like I'm obsessed. I'm totally sold on all three of these movies, and I'm I don't even care about it. So like so like yeah, I'll go to bat for you. Sure, romancing the star here for it. You do it, Princess Switch three. I'm ready. I will. I'll go to bat for this. Why not? You you fully are you really align with the auteurs behind we're, uh, the Princess Switch? We're their in vision. It. We're in it now. Like there's no going back. Okay. So okay. So listen. Those are our IMDb synopses. Question: Are we we're doing like a one gay synopsis or are we doing like was, individual? Mine gay was synopses? overarching. Mine okay. was an overarching gay synopsis of the Princess Switch okay, dynasty. So yeah. let's, let's start with you, Colette. If you had to give like your gay synopsis as an okay. alternative to these synopses sure. for the Princess Switch trilogy, what would it be? Okay. I don't know. So I've done my research accordingly, right? Mm -hmm. I want you to know, not only have I watched six hours of a Vanessa Hudgens <laughs> rom-com back-to-back, I've also listened, I've listened to some episodes of uh, Should Have Been Gay. Nice. Um, nice. So, you're ready. So, you're coming in ready. I, I want like you to it. know. I'm, <laughs> you're prepared. I, I want you to know. I'm ready to switch. Like I'm. I'm ready to tap in at any time. Should one of you? Do be it, like, I'm gonna go get some Ooh. dinner. Like I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're like, if I one of us gets kidnapped. A... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If Don't... one of us has to go on a snowman making date, like you know, last minute. Yeah. If there's a Christmas village nearby <laughs> that you desperately are like, I distress, need to walk yeah. through. <laughs> Mm -hmm. at least 12 times um okay but what i was gonna say is like i'm not sure if most people's uh synopses comes with a come with a, this much preamble but there are some things i want to address okay. before i get into the meat of the matter i like it so when i was thinking the princess witch um for the film for for my my suggestion without a doubt i came in with the idea that I wanted to see Vanessa Hudgens kissing Vanessa Hudgens. Yes. I wanted yes. V-Hudge on V-Hudge action. <laughs> yes. No. See, your reaction is yes. correct. Because I had forgotten that they're vaguely related. Listen. Right? Listen. Do you want me to tell you my gay synopsis first? Okay. If you are doing the Hudge on Hudge, yeah. then absolutely. Okay. Here's, I swear to God. like <laughs> Hudge this on is, Hudge this on is, Hudge? Or this just is prepared. Hudge, on Hudge. Hudge squared? This, 
Hudge Cube. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not even. It's not. This is legit. My gay synopsis that I came in prepared with for tonight. My gay synopsis for the Princess Switch trilogy yes. is Netflix dares to ask how distantly related do cousins need to be before it's okay to ship them together. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Hell That's yeah. my gay synopsis. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's fine. It's doing- fine. Whatever you're coming out with next, Colette, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I'm tell I thought about it for so long. And I was like, they're not like they're not re- so related that it feels that I mean I'm like gay twinning's a thing, but this feels like it really takes it to the next level. <laughs> and like somehow this them them kissing would have felt more okay to me than like you know, a classic like stepmother, I'm stuck under the bed. You know, like that kind of a uh, porn porn category, you know where I'm at? Um, <laughs> you know, you know what it was like stepmom, oh no, I'm in the sink. Okay, maybe we watch different things. Yeah. Anyway. Google's after episode. So strong. Yeah. So strong you know, right now. You know, sometimes you Listeners, reach the bottom. Listen, you reach the bottom of Game of Thrones and it just has made a no whole more. has made a whole thing out of incest uh being on primetime anyways. So like it's fine. Yeah, I'm not bringing anything new. Yeah. yeah, don't judge me. Like, I feel like cousins, cousins at this point in the, you know, like is pretty low. Media, on yeah, like in the yeah. in the media zeitgeist right now, cousins is is tame. So, it's and if fine. you're cutting your great cousin off from dating, who are you dating? Belgravia is a very small town, as far as we know. Yeah. Left. <laughs> okay, but no. So I strayed away from uh, Hudge on Hudge, and instead. I thought I am proposing that Kevin, Stacy's best male friend, is already a lesbian in this film. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, st- like single dads, I think that's as close as a straight man, a straight cis man could get to being a lesbian. You know what I mean? It's like a regular dad, and dads already do lesbian stuff, right? Like go to Home Depot, wear a lot of flannel. But this is a dad that's been through trauma, mm-hmm. right? And so mm-hmm. he's a little tender. It's like you take a little, you take a regular dad, cook him past al dente. Now he's a little <laughs> soft. That's a lesbian. Yes. Okay. Is this like the spaghetti is straight until it's wet kind of thing going? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yes. 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 I am arguing that dad is spaghetti until dad is wet and until dad loses wife and then dad is lesbian. Listen, that yes. is my I argument. feel like I feel like the ending of the second movie gives us a real strong argument on the Kevin being a lesbian front. Exactly. I'm right here with you. Uh, right here Lee, with you, you are like literally Kevin at some point says, like, you can never have too many cats. I'm like, well, that's cultural appropriation. <laughs> Whoever wrote this film, that's offensive. I'm sorry, my Kevin, co- my Kevin who says that while wearing like sweatpants and a hoodie. Yeah, like that's. Yeah. Sir, he proposes you. in the same breath that then he gets married. He agrees to go long distance with someone he kn- met two days ago. Yeah. This is a lesbian. Yeah. Okay. Lesbian. Okay. So, so, so too much time. Hit, hit so us, my, hit us. Okay. Uh, uh, um. Set to enter a marriage of convenience with the crown prince of Belgravia, Lady Margaret bumps into Chicago baker Stacy, who looks just like the Duchess. They switch lives, and Lady Margaret meets Kay, Stacy's best friend. Lady Margaret soon discovers that when love is involved, sometimes even a commoner can become king of the castle. The castle, in this case, being the Duchess's vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That right. was wow. impeccable. Great. So and Kevin we're... is now K. I like it. I, I, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. yeah, yeah. didn't catch on. I like I it. Love it. Love it. 
All right, so it's my turn because Lee, you already did do, yours. Yeah, do mm-hmm. hit us, Ellie. Okay, so for me, this is just like overarching. Same thing. I didn't really go hudge on hudge, but just every hudge is gay. So a gay baby. How is it just gay me? royalty <laughs> and the gay chaos demon cousin? are constantly switching lives to escape heteronormativity, familial expectations, and community service. That's it. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Ultimately, what people don't talk enough about is that the Princess Switch is anti-prison industrial complex. Yeah, It is deeply entrenched in um, prison abolition. And it, that is one of the many queer things about it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and charitable giving. You know, like, they care about some orphans. That's all. Yes, they really tackle uh, nonprofits. <laughs> they haven't. I'm sorry. I I have to tell everyone who's listening. I told them earlier. I did not see Princess Switch three, and I'm so sorry about that. But you can tell mm-hmm. me more about it as we go oh, along. Oh, we will. Oh, we will. Do oh, they we will. adopt any of those orphans ever? No. Wow. No. What? No. no. Because I also feel like that would be the gayest thing ever. That like Stacy's just like, I actually just want to adopt like every child here. Oh, I can wow. see it. Wow, no, I see your point. But no, I think Stacy was like, ooh, yikes. Um, love, like, love meeting y'all. Here are some toys. But like, I I'm still done. need to get my like, yeah, like now <laughs> I still need to get my nut. I need to get my royal nut on. Mm. She was like, Have you seen this other royal? Come on. Only in the Princess Switch one, I hear in two, they're having some trouble. Right. Yeah, in two, in two, they're having some issues. I feel like that in two, that is like they're having some gay issues. Oh, the only plot line in two is lesbian the bed prince death. is yes, <laughs> yes, lesbian bed death, and then the prince just constantly being bullied and dismissed. Yes, which yeah. I I was like, yeah, this is the right kind of heterosexual representation that I want on film. He like, has, this is about all he I want to see. Rough go of it, just constantly rejected. Yeah, it literally is the entire second movie is like I don't want to sleep with my husband <laughs> yes he like pokes his head out and he's like hello have you thought of maybe kissing me and she's like my god yeah get out of here you're everywhere I turn you're hovering I go spend you're time. hovering yeah yes. she's like I'm so sick of you it's been like yeah. a year I checked my schedule and it says more time with women <laughs> yes <laughs> um okay tell us tell us because okay you you did pitch this series to mm-hmm. us, right? I did. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about what your what's your background, like what's your experience? What brought us here? What was your history with the Princess Switch movies? Well what brought us here is seasonal depression. Great. Uh, but it. I think we could all we all knew that. We all saw that coming. No, um so I am um as we already revealed a Pisces and I think with that comes a deep sentimentality um, an embarrassing amount of romance or a romantic nature. And so I love a shitty Lifetime or Hallmark, like, rom-com, even though those are so mired in, like, heteronormativity, you know? Yeah. Like, they'll take a woman who is striving in the business world and, like, being a incredible role model and like making uh change and then they'll just like neuter her they like bring her into a christmas tree farm strip her of any of her like business papers and give her a whisk and <laughs> and and yet i'm still like i love this film and i think vanessa hudgens has so much charisma like i am not a high school musical girly i've never seen it but i've just seen her you know like on various red carpets 
And I think she, I would watch her open like cans of tuna for four hours. I think she is so charming. Yeah, she's great. And she she's really great. proves it in the, right? this trilogy. She, like, she gives really does. so much range. And so I've seen The Princess Switch before. It has stayed with me because they are so deranged. You know, like I love a shenanigan. I love a madcap jaunt, jaunt. But the Olympic gymnastics these writers are doing to get a coherent plot line together. It's unrivaled. It's insane. Like we we were texting with some friends like while we were somewhere in the midst of like film two okay, or brag. three this week. Okay, brag. Uh, what, that she we has were friends? Like, we were like, <laughs> yeah, brag. It, you have friends? <laughs> <laughs> I did not agree to go on this podcast with the instant understanding that y'all had other friends. I thought <laughs> this was it. I was texting you. It was just you, okay? Thank you. Um, Thank you. No, but that's, I think I literally described these movies as like the plot is held together by like two staples and a chewed up piece of gum or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, it's like a shifty foundation under here, okay? Oh, like Vanessa don't... Hudgens is keeping so many spinning plates up. Yeah. Like, she is using full child actor. And I, I like, right behind everything, I could, like, right, you know, like, behind the shine in her eyes, I could see the, like, desperate grip of a child actor just holding on, trying to make, like, mommy or daddy or whoever's <laughs> in the wings proud. It's just like, I, this is all on me. Like, the mortgage, my parents' mortgage is on me. <laughs> like, I gotta keep this all together. <laughs> and then, I'm, I mean, I think it is so ripe for dykification. Yeah. I mean, the princess switch? Hello? Mm. <laughs> do I think Fiona is the titular switch? I do. Yes, absolutely. Even in even in the first one, we don't even meet Fiona. Like, what do we think Fiona was doing in the first film? Oh, girls. Women. Fisting. That's yeah. what she was Fisting. <laughs> she spent all of her fortune on She women. said, Fiona on said, women. the Yuletide gay. Oh. More like me gay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the accents God. are impeccable. Well, okay, here's... I have so many things I want to say. So here's the thing. I had never watched them. And you you picked them and I knew... You're going, welcome. I Honestly, honestly. I knew going in that like that you wanted to focus mostly on like two or three or at least the two and three were like your your top gay I know why now (laughs) but I was like I am I am not the kind of person who can ever like jump in midway like we got to start at the beginning and so and I like I told my wife who like you know has to sit through everything I have to watch for this podcast with me and so I was like hey like BT dubs here's what we're gonna be doing for the next week like we have to watch at least two of these movies and uh and she didn't even know who Vanessa Hudgens was and I was like I know are you serious I was like sure you do and she was like nope not at all and so we like started watching the first one and we were like what is happening and then you still even when she saw her face she's like never seen this woman in my life it brought nothing to mind I I don't know that she's seen the high school musical movies honestly but has she seen E! News Network ever no. once in her life? No, probably oh, not. Wow. That is insane. This is someone who has like a rich life. I, yeah. She has like <laughs> I know. actual hobbies. So, well, it's uh, the hobbies is we have children and we don't do yeah. anything anymore in our that lives. That makes sense. So, um, so anyway, so we proceeded to, I swear to God, like binge these movies, like just hardcore. Like we went hard on these movies 
Ellie knows how little time we have and how long it usually takes me to like set aside time to watch like an film for like a should have been gay. And I'm like, no, I swear to God, like we watched all three of these bad boys in like the last week, like possibly under a week. We were just trucking through them, like sit down every night and we're like, okay, we can finish this. We'll start the next whatever. We'll start it. Yeah, like. We watched them all. We're obsessed. We were literally laughing because, like, my uh, my parents literally texted me last night right after we finished the third movie, and they were like, they were like, hey, like, they were like, do you have any good movie recommendations? Because <laughs> because oh the last movie we recommended for them was uh was when we had just finished watching like everything everywhere all at once, and they were like that one was so good, and I was like, should we troll my parents? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm like a very different film. Should we should we send this and be like, oh my god, we just watched this. You'll love it. Um Oscar worthy. Right. That that but, feels less like a movie recommendation, more like the ring, like the situation yeah, in yeah, the yeah. ring where you just have to push this movie onto someone else to like <laughs> wait stop actually hearing. That's incredible. If we Seven started days. a new thing where yeah, people just started telling people to watch the princess switch and not telling Listen. them what it's about. <laughs> But but here's here's what's funny about it is it's like I there are so many things where I'm just like what is happening sure what is happening but also it was just so delightful what a joy what a fun experience oh it goes down smooth like it really does it really does and like and I have to say because we have done an awful lot of like listen like I have watched an awful lot of Orphan Black in my life and like obviously. Like there's there's only one Tatiana Maslany out there, and like right. Vanessa Hudgens is not that, and that's okay. like that's no disrespect to Vanessa Hudgens, like because the thing that was funny to me is like you watch the first movie, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be like a long road when we started, right? And she's got that like terrible British act, like just the the generic an American doing a British. Oh my accent, gosh, everyone Colette's face is so it's upset. not good. Do not, but you know what's do not funny? insult but Vanessa what in saying. front of Colette. But here's what I'm saying. <laughs> then we started the second one. And what's funny is the second Meg started talking in the second one and Kelsey was like, did her accent get worse? And I was like, no, I actually don't think it did. I think it got more specific. And then we meet Fiona. And I was like, oh, well, obviously. I'm like, she had to do two different distinguishable British accents. Right. So I'm like, so she actually probably got like some coaching to like come in and do two different accents and two different voices. And they sound different and and like distinguishable and you can tell who she's being and like her her like physical acting got better and I'm like movie by movie man like she's doing the work she's putting the work in and I was like she's actually by the third movie like doing a pretty damn good job you know and I have high standards for like people playing their own clones because like our our options sure. of what we've covered are basically like orphan black and uh and the parent like, trap you know parent, parent trap, trap Lindsay lohan who like as we've discussed about Lindsay lohan when we did parent trap and when we did just did freaky friday like what a fucking amazing actress for this kind of stuff and sure. i'm like listen vanessa hutchins like you're get up there man like you're doing it you're making it happen I mean, and i respect that like <laughs> it's very sweet of you to think that vanessa hutchins did any training or studying for her i, I honestly is, think that somebody has to have given her some tips on how to dis- how to separate them the somebody was that she watched a episode of great british bake-off oh, possibly and she was like mm-hmm. yeah yeah what? there are different acts she was like there are different british accents hold on listen i'm not i'm not i'm not not discounting that as a very real possibility but they did they did become yes. two separate accents they were are they two accents that actually belong to any real place in england <laughs> 
<laughs> Probably not, but. We don't know. Don't right. Know. It's also like, I love how any actor is like, we are in mysterious place in Europe. You're British. You're British. Listen, you're, you're British. You're British. You, you, you better pull out your Mrs. Potts and make it fucking work. Because okay, guess but what? You know what? Andrews, like, I, it together. I have a theory on this because Kelsey and I were talking about that, obviously, as one of the first plot points. Because, and here's why. Because in Princess Switch 1, um, did yeah. anyone else notice that when they fly to Belgravia and, and land there, they're in like a fucking puddle jumper plane? Right. Yes. Like they are in a plane that has a maximum range of like two hours. And so we're like, where are you flying from? Like, where is Belgravia in relation to Chicago? They're supposed to be flying from Chicago. Exactly. There is no place that you can get to in Europe from that from Chicago in that plane. Like it doesn't. Oh, you don't know? Chicago's sister cities yeah, yeah. with Belgravia. You <laughs> yeah. don't know. O'Hare so, has so, a... so we're already <laughs> trying to figure flight. out the geopolitical situation of where Belgravia is located. And the other thing that absolutely cracked us cracked me up is I'm like, because everyone does that, right? Where it's like same thing with Genovia, like everyone it, mm. made up country, British accent. And so I'm like, what I actually think is absolutely correct about everyone's take on that is I'm like, listen, if you're going to invent a new country to just exist in the world, odds are at some point Britain tried to conquer it. Like, who are we kidding? Right? Like, name a, name a country on earth that Britain isn't going to have tr- tried to, like, take over. So I'm like, why shouldn't they all have British accents? Like, yeah, sure. Wow. Why so not? what I'm hearing is that the Princess Switch is about the prison industrial move. It's anti-imperialism. It's, it's anti-colonial. Yeah, everything. everything. God, what it can't so Vanessa radical. It is so radical. Um, but no, to your point, <laughs> a British is... accent is the answer. <laughs> oh, Come I'm sorry. On. Yeah, she can't do one. She does multiple. She does multiple. Yeah. Just, she can't do a British accent. She, she can, can do, do all the British accents. Uh, No, it is. I think why I love these movies so much is that there is very little foreplay, which I think is the least queer thing about it. Yeah. Like within, (laughs) I looked at the timestamp within a minute 30, you have met Stacy, the Chicago baker, her friend, his daughter. They set up the competition. They tell you she had an ex. And then we are on our way. The exposition is unreal. Oh, it is. These movies are like poppers. They just like, whoop. Before, so I did try to watch the third one and I fell asleep. Sorry. Wow. But I was just really exhausted. I had a flight this morning at 5 a.m. and I do not do well with mornings. So I sat to watch it. But before I fell asleep, same thing. Like 30 seconds in, they're like, yeah. you know who we have to switch with again? Fiona. Yeah. So I know that that happened yeah. within the first <laughs> yeah, like, Remember me. Fiona? Yeah. She's yeah. She's here. We're coming. She's coming back. Yeah. She's coming back. Fast. I did. I did clock that in the first movie as well. Like how much exposition they do so fast. Right. And they're just like, remember that baking competition and your ex-boyfriend who you wanted to yeah. marry, but you didn't marry him. And remember this thing. And also my, my wife left. And also this is my child. Yeah. And now we're in the competition. And you're just like, what? the fuck right don't forget stacy you're so type a and we always say you need to be more spontaneous we always say that anyway <laughs> let's get on a plane also like to your like you were tired from a 5 a.m flight you know who is always up at fucking 5 a.m bakers yeah i don't understand why in every rom-com right the main woman the main like female lead has the has a job title um, you, you only see in like picture books, right? Like it is always like a baker, a florist, which like I love, but it's like a baker is someone who has to be up at like four in the morning. Yeah. They're not going on romantic 
sleigh rides at 7 p.m., they're asleep. They are passed out. They have no time to be horny. They're exhausted. They need a melatonin. So right. <laughs> like, that's I just why, don't think it's realistic. I mean, that's why Stacey needed this trip. Right. All she, she needed- was doing, all she was doing was working. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I know. And Kevin's like, throw the schedule away. Like, no, she needs the schedule, Kevin. How is she going to keep this place running without her schedule? If you haven't seen The Princess Witch, all the like, they say the word, it is clear that Vanessa Hudgens, the only thing she mastered in a British accent was that they say the word schedule schedule instead of schedule. It is within every half hour, someone says schedule. schedule. Yes. I have not nothing on my schedule tomorrow. Ellie, we Ellie, what was we your experience? Say my experience? I know. What was so, your experience with the princess? Okay, oh my God, so, sorry, Ellie. It's okay. So my experience with the princess switch is that I think it must have been last Christmas. Me and my sister were just like sitting on the couch and we were like, what stupid Christmas movie are we going to watch? And we put on the princess switch and we had to like, we went through both princess switches back to back yeah and we just devoured them and we were laughing our asses off like these movies are so chaotic particularly the second one really got me like that stuck with me because today when we were doing this I was talking to my sister again and we were going through the plot like we were reading it on wikipedia together and we were like oh yeah and then Fiona kidnapped her and then there were the two like henchmen people and then like just like reading through mm-hmm. the Wikipedia synopsis is a an adventure all of its own. It is chaos. And okay. then I didn't get to watch it. The third one. I really was trying to watch They're it. And I fell chaos. asleep. And I'm so sorry because I really right. want to watch so it. I'm I- probably going to watch it tonight. Just didn't, wasn't in the car seat. I, oh, I really, do. I think you need to watch it, Ellie, because here's the thing. The third one is where I think this series really goes off the rails because this is like Princess Switch 3. But as I am also calling it now around the house, it's also like Oceans 3, right? Where <laughs> you're like, it's a jewel heist now. We've got lasers. We've got blueprints. We've got all sorts of, we've got backpacks and we're synchronizing our watches. Like we've got a getaway car. And what I choose to believe is if they keep making Princess Switches, like, a, yes, more Hudgens, all the Hudgens. Give me all. How many other places can you find people who are distantly related and look like exact twins of each other? But I also just think that, like, as you keep making them, like, I want Princess Switch 5, where, like, the, like, president of the U.S. Hudgens has, like, you know, finally recovered from her, like, alcoholism but like russia's marching now and she's got the nuclear codes <laughs> but she has to like <laughs> she's got a karaoke competition to uh chair and she can't be in two places at once or can she right like that's what i want it's like you just start going further every and single further. genre just yeah, keep going crazy you hit crazier. them all i i literally was just telling kelsey because i was like i swear to god i want like princess switch 12 where it's like the saw edition of their franchise yes. and you <laughs> <laughs> and they kidnap the wrong one to put him in a trap and you have like the evil crazy murderous Hutchins. I'm like just I don't care give me every movie as a princess switch I'll I'll watch it. Oh 100%. It's like every we were saying before we started recording that like in every film they're not only adding a Vanessa Hudgens they're adding a new genre. Yes. So like the second one is your uh, like thriller, your third one yeah I think is your like jewel heist. Yeah. 
I want one that's, and it's always like the most high stakes situation with the lowest stakes. It'll be like, oh no, someone stole the like uh, star of peace, which is apparently uh, one of the Vatican's most uh, beloved relics. Yeah, and precious relics. But then also, little Olivia needs to go to dance recital. <laughs> How are we going to make it work? It's like, no, what? Yeah. Those are not two things. They are not of equal importance, y'all. But it's, like, because, we to... it's because everything still has to be a holiday rom-com. And that's why I think it's yeah. beautiful. Because think about it. How do you make, like, I want a Princess Switch horror movie that's also a Christmas rom-com, right? <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> Yeah, I want to yes. know which of the Vanessa Hudgens were at January 6th. Yes. Like, that's oh what I want to say. I want them to be like, it oh, is... no. Well, and... Cousin Jareth went to the insurrection. <laughs> but then also, we need to return all these gifts. Yeah. Oh, but God. here's why it's But also, perfect. Cousin Jareth's having marital problems and yeah. we need to right. have them. <laughs> but here's why it's perfect is because... From the very get-go, like, when we started watching this movie, right, and first, like, the the very first one, they go so hard on the exposition, and they're like, you have a boyfriend who dumped you, I have a wife who left, we are bakers, we're going to a competition, and then they get there, and they proceed to, like, duct tape up the most shoddy excuse for a plot right because they have to do so much work for so little reason and so they're like oh yes the prince of belgravia he's marrying the duchess of montanaro she's very uh shy and doesn't like photos being taken so nobody even knows what she looks like because of course uh, otherwise every single person would be like oh my god who is this baker and why do you look exactly like the duchess who's marrying our prince so they have to invent this like flimsy excuse to be like no one knows what she looks like and then they meet and she's like i have an idea we could switch places why because i'm a sheltered royal and i want to know how the common people live and i'm like nobody knows what you look like just walk right. outside. Just buy a baseball cap and walk outside. Like, what is stopping you? Nothing. <laughs> There's no reason for any of this to happen. Nothing. Like, none of this I mean, needs to exist. I also think, though, that's why I said she's trying to escape heteronormativity. Because there's also that piece of it that she's like, I'm engaged to this man that I do not want to be with. So I think right, it's they more about that. And her, like, chessy character. Mm -hmm. Because, like, this movie is just the parent trap oh my meets, God. like, the bear meets, I guess, like, the princess diaries. So mm -hmm. they even have, like, Chessy and Martin, like, the the two, like, the I, housekeeper and, like, butler. Yes. I have a and, new like, ship, which is that I ship Mrs. Donatelli with Chessy. Anyways, continue. I mean, I thought, I was shocked by the third one that Mrs. Donatelli, like, they didn't give her any action. Right? They kept every once in a while pointing out how hot she was. And I was like, yes, absolutely, mommy. And then nothing occurred. Mrs. Donatelli so, could get it, man. I'm sorry. Like, yes. Well, this is, I think, the Princess Switch 3 denied us, as I said, the fourth Vanessa Hudgens character that we deserved. And I think that character should have been non-binary yes. and should have uh, seduced Mrs. Donatelli. Give Vanessa that, and Hudgens an undercut is what we're saying. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Always. Always. Because you know what's beautiful about that? If one of them gets an undercut, they're all gonna get. An they undercut all at some point in that movie. That's how the switch works, baby. <laughs> Can't fake that shit with a wig. There is no hair spraying this uh, into place. Cut mm -hmm. that shit off, Stacy. 
It's under. Well, you wouldn't get a. I mean, yeah, the way that this film has no time to really address plot, but will still sneak in four different montages makes no sense. Yes. I'm like, why are we spending so much time watching Vanessa Hudgens teach Vanessa Hudgens how to walk across a room? When I barely understand what happened to any, I'm like, I don't understand the, the, the inheritance. Listen, uh, like the law, the monarchy lines here. I'm like, who killed the king? You Mm -hmm. killed the king. You know (laughs) why they're giving us those montages of walking across the room. And it's because they know every good millennial who watched princess diaries on repeat 14 Mm. times every week is going to sit there and be like schlumpy shoulders. Yes. Give me that montage over and over again. That's what we want. We eat that shit up. Come on. And we want to see that that technology, baby. We want that split screen, green yeah. screen, like double hudge technology. Double that's, what, hudge. that's what the magic triple is. Hudge. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Come on. Do we think that Vanessa Hudgens is actually three people? The technology is actually that she's three people and she's hiding it from all of us. Is this, this whole time? Is this like a this um, what's entire that movie? Time. What's the movie where they do that? Uh, the this prestige? entire time, Vanessa Hudgens. Like yeah, Vanessa Hudgens has been triplets. She's been prestiging us for the whole yeah. time. I love it. Oh. Wow. I mean, I wouldn't want to suggest anything that takes away from, from the incredible the, talent yeah, yeah, of the one of the, the one hunch. <laughs> Just saying, just saying. But yeah, but, we love it. We love a green screen. We love a montage. The montage also is so ridiculous. Like, just like the things that she has to learn, and you're just like, why are you having such a hard time with it? Like, it's one of the more ridiculous makeover montages I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Right. The things they devote the time to of like making sure they switch like phone case covers <laughs> and yet barely covered anything about each other's like, like interior they lives. Don't understand anything. Yeah. Like she clearly knows nothing about her when she's no. like trying to talk to other people. No. But, but she's she like, look, I'm wearing walk. a boot cut jean. Yeah. I'm I'm a commoner in my boot cut jean. Oh, yeah. God. Okay. Okay. What's more egregious though? The dress up montages or the amount of time that we spend watching Fiona dance around imaginary lasers that were clearly not in the <laughs> shot 
in the third movie <laughs> because oh that they intercut with a tango sequence yes yes like I what's mean, what's, be- what's worse is what I'm asking I mean those both were like deeply erotic so um I would never ask to remove a scene of Vanessa Hudgens slow backspringing into a split I all I want to know is why did we Wait, not I get- need to see this film um, you yeah, really okay. do. Why so did sorry. we not get so more of, of Fiona teaching Meg how to do the tango? Because listen, when I say like how distantly mm-hmm. do they have to be cousins for me to be okay with this? Like that scene has a lot to do with it. It was ho- okay. So <laughs> I was ready for more. Yeah, yeah, I was so ready explain for this. More. Let's explain this cousin the situation. Of Princess Switch Three. Get ready, baby. Oh, God. I'm it's so a doozy. We get a triple Fiona at one point. So basically, it begins with. Um, uh, Stacy, who is now princess of whatever Belgravia, Belgravia, yeah. Belgravia and now Queen Margaret are oh not or is she yeah, is she's queen, queen. Yet? yeah yeah because she okay, gets yeah. she gets coronated right that's the second yeah, one yeah. that she gets coronated crowned. on Christmas Day she gets crowned on because, Christmas Day why can right, they never no one, do anything not on Christmas why do the royals I was about to say hate like, not that anyone wants to getting to spend, spend Christmas time with their, with their family yeah. right. It's like, fuck your presents and your Christmas ham. Come watch this girl put a crown on her head. But anyway, okay. So she's now queen. They are obviously doing an international Christmas festival, a thing that we all know and look forward to every year. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And the Vatican apparently has a like lending library of relics. And you may think, okay, what does the Vatican have to give out? Like the taxidermied hand of a witch or like an old Pope's head? No, they have like... I'm sorry. Do you think the Vatican is not just chock-a-block full of jewels? Like... I thought it would be more like bones no, and dude. Um, it's all solid gold. It is like solid gold and fucking rubies. And the Catholic Church. Have you been in any Catholic church anywhere on earth? Okay, you can clearly <laughs> tell by um how much I love Razzle Dazzle that yes I have. <laughs> I was in the choir, baby. Anything with smoke the Vatic- and incense. The Vatican is just jewels left and right. Like right. come on. The the Pope probably just has like fucking bejeweled toilet paper to wipe his ass. Like, come on. But I didn't know they were giving it out. I'm like, true, I'm so- true. They well, only give the bones lending, away. You know? They don't <laughs> right. <they> don't care. <laughs> I thought they were handing out the like objects of their enemies, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. all the pagans mm. that they defeated. But anyway, the Vatican brings this giant <laughs> star that's like a big deal. And then within three minutes, the star has been already stolen. But you know what I love about it? It's not just that they that they call it the star. It's that it's legitimately supposed to be a like deeply revered Catholic relic that is a Christmas tree topper. Yep. <laughs> like I. <laughs> I mean, we love our Christmas. Let's be real. Just incredible. Like, yeah, you know, Jesus of Nazareth famously uh, topped his, you know, big, big fir tree with this bad boy. Like, what? Where? Yeah, From he was more of a popcorn. Pop, Jesus was more of a popcorn garland kind yeah. of guy. <laughs> but, you know, he liked it. It reminds me of when. So uh, under my Christmas tree, like my family Christmas tree, we put up a nativity, you know, just a gesture towards the hashtag reason for the season and my mom is French and so she has we have this like old French nativity that I've had my whole childhood and increasingly there I just find in the bag with all the like little statues figurines that I think my mom just like collects from thrift stores or like from like Toys R Us's that she tries to incorporate and say it has always been there so I remember like one year 
there was a priest. There was like a figurine of a Catholic priest. Oh my God. And my mom was like, yes, that's, he was there. At the, and I'm like, a Catholic priest was at the birth of Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Who is the whole foundation of the religion that didn't even exist? What? I, this, we're going so far off the rails, but I'm going to do it anyways, because Let's just go, while, baby. while we're learning all of the things that we all share in common, here's my favorite thing is we have this like long running joke in my family because when I was little, I grew up in France. <gasps> and when I was a kid, we were like dirt poor. Like we had no money. And so what we used to do every year is my brother and I would literally make our, we would draw our own little like nativity crushes on paper and like cut them out and like stand them up with like little paper backing. Right. And so we have this like long running joke from when I was, I don't know, like four or five, something like super little, where we were like going through like our little nativity drawings and I had drawn a, a little Christmas penguin to go in my nativity scene. And so it's like you have like, you know, like the the Mary Joseph, baby Jesus, mm. like some sheep, some shepherds, big star and a penguin. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> OK, this Perfect. is a tradition that Christine McIntyre could really get behind. I love it. I love it. Because we're getting all sorts of characters. I'm pretty sure there's like now a Funko Pop that shows up to the nativity. I'm like, this doesn't fit in, mom. But do you have That's... a little paper penguin drawn by a five? I mean, now we will. I now yeah, that is, kind of... is the new edition. Wow. Okay. Y'all, I think we've, I, I'm really beginning to think that we are all, <laughs> what is, like, would everyone name your great grandmother's cousin <laughs> on three? <laughs> Two. Three. Two, three. Anne. It's Cecil. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh it's Anne. It's it's Cecil, but Cecil went by Anne. It was like so crazy. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, classic exactly. Cecil. Yeah. Um, okay, so the star gets stolen. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Immediately, because the Princess Witch is inherently um anti-carceral and anti-police, the both the Vatican police and I guess the Montanera police are like, there's nothing to be done. <laughs> We have we have no leads. Mm -hmm. And then the geniuses in the writer's room of the Princess Switch um, had these characters be like, OK, how do we access the criminal underground? Like we need someone who has been scamming and deceiving for decades. You know who that is. Boop, boop. That's Fiona, baby. And so they like take her out of the like convent. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's she was she's doing... literally just mopping a floor in a convent now. That's in high school. And fields. that's how community service is yeah. unclear. And then it is up to her and her former lover, Peter. So they would have us believe Peter, who worked for Interpol. Interpol for sure. Interpol. Read it on the Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. They have to. They find out. That the person who stole the star is one of Fiona's other lovers, still a man. Don't believe it. Mm -mm. No, that's not science. Fiona is absolutely a quintessential pansexual, bisexual. No one invests in that level of hattery and haberdashery quite like a bisexual. Mm -hmm. Like Fiona fucks everyone. <laughs> that I think. Accurate. Fiona's fucked both of her henchmen. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, definitely. Like, there's well, okay. no way they have that level of loyalty to her unless they've all fucked. I think she and Mindy have a thing going. I feel like Reggie probably got way too drunk one night because Reggie is gay as they come, man. Like Totally. So I feel like Reggie would have to be fairly inebriated to show any interest in either of those women. Um, Mindy, 1,000%. Like, they are in a committed relationship. No, no. I doubt. mean, yeah. 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 I mean, they gave Mindy purple hair, and we're not supposed to think yeah. that anything queer is happening in that household. 
please. Um, they gave Mindy purple hair and made her look at Fiona like that when she's demonstrating her ability to like shove her little ass up through the lasers in that scene. Come on, please. Right. And then all of a sudden Mindy, like out of nowhere, Mindy can hack. Like all of a sudden Mindy is like hacking into the mainframe. Like all of a sudden Mindy is cyberpunk. I'm like, when did this occur? Yeah. I also feel like Mindy was not that like her character was not that like, I don't want to say. Smart. I don't want to say intelligent, no. but like, oh, no. she was not that brainy no. in the second movie. Oh, no. She was. I mean, even in the third movie, she's like a dum dumb until they realize they've run out of characters to use on this like espionage. Uh, like, I guess she has moment. to be a hacker now. Yeah. yeah. They're like, uh, she's kind of a ding dong, but she really loves HTML. It's like, <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. I was like, All probably. Right. I taught you myself know. HTML and like Neopets. So I, I'm like, Mindy, probably the same. Mm-hmm. That's a very gay way to learn HTML. Sorry. I feel like a lot of people learned it from like MySpace, where you would have to like program your mm-hmm. own stuff. Or um, even like, well, didn't, here's, didn't here's what Zanga, I'm thinking, Ellie. You had to do HTML. Does anyone know what Zanga oh, is? Yeah. Live Journal. Hell yeah. 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 Yes. Super gay. <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. Mindy's like, I'm not that smart, but I have hacked into some cameras to watch Fiona getting dressed at night. So like, I've got this. You need me to hack that loop, hack that uh, closed circuit, put it on a feedback loop. Yeah, I got you. I got you. They open Mindy's laptop and it's just multiple photos of Fiona. There are like tabs open that are like, how do you make woman in love? Um, how do you <laughs> seduce women? And she's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, don't don't pay attention to that. Ignore that. Ignore that. Anyway, uh, Python, right? Uh, CSS, huh? Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so listen, Ellie. So, so they yes. have to find this star. They start pulling, like they figure out who this guy who stole it is, and then they start pulling up. I swear to God, like fucking three D blueprints of his entire mansion, uh-huh. like his whole castle. They're like, here's his chateau where he's having his holiday get together, and also here's like a three D map pulled out of his secret study that's not on the regular blueprints and also here is a full reconstruction of the laser system in the secret vault room where he's keeping the star of peace and we're just we just roll with it nobody mm. no asks one knows how they got the blueprints oh, no. nothing yeah oh no according to this movie the world is just a game of Sims and Peter is the only one playing. Yes. Like he mm-hmm. is able to take the roofs out of all, off of all of our homes. He could put any of us in a pool and delete the ladder <laughs> and let it leave us to drown. Like Peter has access to all of our innermost workings and secrets and so many different iPads. Peter brings out the most elaborate looking iPads yeah. and it w- keeps doing like computer enhanced computer. Enhanced. He literally oh at one God. point, there is a button on the bottom of the screen that just says enhance. Yeah. And I'm like, and he hits it. And I'm like, I love this so much. Like it's so, so it's so stupid. And I love it so much. But yeah, that's, I mean, they, and then they do, and then they're doing like the test runs of the laser room. And then they're like repelling off the roof of queen Margaret's, like whatever I government state home that she like I don't even know dude it's... yes well so in this, accordance yeah. 
an important um, B story. So what I love about Princess Witch 3 is that you really forget, they don't give the other Hudgens much work. You know, they kind of just pop in every once in a while and they're like, wow, we're so in heterosexual love with each other. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Back to Fiona. What we learn is that Fiona and Peter went to the same um, boarding school as children. And Fiona, uh-oh, has some trauma. Uh, The fact that they kludged in in this whole storyline with the mother, and I was just like, how many movies are we fitting into this movie? We're in Ocean's Eleven. We're a Christmas rom-com. We're like a deep family drama about healing. And I was just like, oh, wow. Yeah, talk about everything everywhere all at once. That's, oh my that's, god. That's Princess Switch 3, baby. <laughs> uh yeah, no, it's truly they when they reveal that Fiona has a like deeply complicated relationship with her mother, I'm like, that is lesbian first date material. Why are you trying to let lead me to believe that her and Peter are gonna have like straight people sex? Okay. Um, no, but not wait, right. but wait. The other great thing about you making that comparison to everything everywhere all at once is everything everywhere all at once is a movie entirely about the trauma of a woman not accepting her daughter's mm. queerness. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just dropping yes. that in there, Okay? Yes. I'm just putting yes. that in there. So they reconcile at the end, though. So do you feel, yes. right? So do you oh, feel like this entire film is just like Fiona coming to terms with her queerness with her mother? Well, I think it is Fiona coming to terms with her queerness within herself. Mm. Right? Mm. There's a through line that Fiona's always running where are you running from, Fiona? Where are you running from? What, where's your plane is, to, Fiona? Why do you have another plane to catch? Where are you going? Yeah, where are you going? Why won't you let people get clothes? Yeah, get Why out of the ticket? closet, Fiona. Stop hiding. Right. Why are all your tickets to the island of Lesbos? Where do you? Where are you going? <laughs> or who's DJing there? Is it Lindsay Why do you Lohan? always take Mindy? Right. Why, why don't you invite anyone else? It's so weird. <laughs> Um, but no, truly, yeah, like she she comes to this big realization that uh, so the reason why she has a complicated relationship with her mom is that her mom was never around for her. Oh, she always felt abandoned by her mom. And then, uh oh, is she becoming her mom? Cue like Mulan reflection moment. She's looking in a mirror. She's looking in a puddle. Who is that yeah. gay yeah. I see? <laughs> Okay, oh, yeah. it's my girlfriend, Mindy. <gasps> yes. It's all there. Oh, my God. It's all Listen, all we there. are all the same person. What is happening? I love it so much. The princess switch has become... The, the switches are coming from inside the house. <laughs> um, But what we're really glad... And we did mention it already, but I think you really need to deeply understand is that there is a 10-minute sequence in this hour-and-a-half-long film that is doing three films in one that is just Vanessa Hudgens crawling through lasers interspliced with Vanessa Hudgens dancing a tango. Mm. And we do a full tango track. I kept thinking, oh, surely we're going to wrap it up now. <laughs> no, baby. That was only the third bridge. We have and like four. Who is she tangoing with? Uh, She's tangoing with the guy who stole the Star of Peace, who is like an ex- paramour of fiona's right and he's like smarmy Mm. and terrible but which fiona's tangoing oh margaret margaret as as fiona (laughs) which is the other thing that is cracking us up because like she is putting her whole 
Vanessa Hajussie into that dance. Yes! She is not wearing a lot of underwear or anything under that dress and being flipped up in the air an awful lot. And we're like, do you think everyone here knows that like they're staring up their queen's crotch right now? Like, because mm. she's... Oh, yeah, you get so much thigh, She's letting baby. it all hang out is what we're Christmas going Christmas Eve dinner yeah. is all thigh legs. No, and I love it because it's just, it's Margaret walking around this whole party where it's like anytime anyone talks to her, she just has to be like, sexy, rare. And then she like walks away and she's like, oh, good Lord. <laughs> And then it is you the might be thinking, scene. I love it. You're like, what is Stacy doing? What's our little Chicago baker doing? She's also Fiona. Yeah, incredible. Why? That's because they broke Fiona out of jail, or they didn't break. They were they were given her. They it's they like the snuck terms her of the out. Yeah, the the convent was basically like, sure, you can like have her for a little bit, but like she has to get back for a disciplinary committee hearing on Christmas, right? But then, uh oh. She's too busy walking through lasers. How is she going to go to the convent as well? Well, don't you know it? They just have another blonde wig laying around. Oh you my son God. of a gun. <laughs> and so then you have Stacy as Fiona in front of her parole here, like at a parole yeah. hearing, essentially. Um, weirdly pushing for Fiona to get more time in prison. <laughs> and it is... Um, Prince, uh, Prince, Prince uh, boring, boring boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. He is the one who's like, Fiona has proven that she can be trusted. And they get her out. And they get her out. Wow. It's so it's a real, it's a great film overall for Fiona. She's getting everything she yeah, needs. Yes. She oh, it's a real out. Fiona. Uh-huh. It's Fiona centric. a man. We don't really care about that. But she reconciles with her mother. Fiona's just living She it. finds family at the end, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's this whole, like, we're all family, found family kind of storyline in this way that you're like, you're all sort of related, but also it's a found With family storyline, which just so wait, feels deeply Stace, gay as well. Stacy is related to both of them, too? Yes. Yeah, in the Stacey's, first movie, right? They establish. They, within, again, two seconds. Yes. They And it's the most cursory like uh, everyone reacts to the fact that they have the same face, pretty fucking chill. And um, it's Mrs. Delacour, Donna, Donatelli. Donatelli, who says, oh, right. Yeah. Your great grandmother had a cousin, Cecil, who moved to America. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> and, <laughs> anyway and then three generations flags. later created a human clone of you. Yeah. Normal stuff. Mm-hmm. Normal genetics. Makes sense. And then she, yeah, then Stacy makes some like weird, vague, like she, like, um, it was, his name was like, uh, St- uh, Cecil, like, G- Genovese. And she's like, well, Stacy Genovio, kind of yeah. the same. <laughs> and I'm like, is this like Ellis Island? Wait, wait, wait. Like, we're also talking post- about immigration. Right. Like, I was like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So going on here. He was like, okay. supposed to Americanize his name, but he like just chose to even more <laughs> but, Italian sounding name. Wait, sorry, it gets even weirder because then at some point at the end of The Princess Switch 3, Romancing mm-hmm. the Star, we get this also throwaway line from Stacy, right? Who's like, well, I'm Filipino, haha, something. And I'm like, I mean, 
mustn't you all be Filipino, especially Fiona, who we just saw this entire movie Um. have multiple flashbacks to a small Filipino child at boarding school? Like, (laughs) surely you're all also Filipino. Where the fuck is Montanaro located? (laughs) Like, still unclear to all of us. We will never know. No one will ever know. Famous European slash South Pacific island, Montanaro. (laughs) Montanaro. I mean, I do love that. Listen, Vanessa Hudgens is one of our most iconic Filipino actors. And I love that she was like, I am not hiding that for any of your weird European um, genetic. But it was it was just so fun that they like gave it a specific line. Yeah, because you're just like, okay, but now that you've introduced this, you you're putting some plot holes back into I mean, your story. we're going to have to address that in, in Princess Switch 4. Yeah, I think so. They I go to so. all go to the Philippines. They go to the Philippines. Well, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I, we're getting so dis- like we've barely even talked also, about why these movies are gay. Yeah, we barely talked about anything I, gay, yeah. I, but, do, I mean, I do the have whole one... film is gay. I feel like just I like, promise you, everyone front to back in this movie should have been, could have been, is in yes. fact gay. I want to use this uh, while we talk about the, the random plot holes that these films just sort of are like happy to like shoehorn in of their own volition here is the piece that i uh that i said at the beginning is to me the most egregious violation of the princess switch three okay which is where is rose mckiver where i want to know is rose mckiver and what is the continuation of the weird collection of the netflix cinematic universe of christmas movies that we have established because here's what happens for anyone who missed it and was not as invested in this as i am okay in princess switch one margaret as okay i'm gonna tell you margaret as fiona or no sorry margaret as stacy sits down with kevin in princess switch one to watch watch the movie movie. and what movie do they pick uh, a, a Christmas Prince? My Christmas Prince, starring okay. Rose McIver, okay? Okay. And, he's like, and she's like, is this your favorite movie? And he's like, no, it's your favorite movie, okay? Uh-huh. So we have established that there is a movie inside of the Princess Switch universes that is A Christmas Prince, starring Rose McIver. Cut to the coronation scene of Princess Switch 2, where who is at that coronation but... Rose McIver and her Christmas prince and their Christmas baby are at the fucking coronation and they wave to them. Meg, as she's walking down the aisle to get crowned queen, like gives them a little nod and they like nod back. And I'm like, okay, so we are left to conclude. There is no other conclusion that you can draw from this other than in this universe, the Christmas prince is a documentary documentary. (laughs) that happens to be Stacey DeNovo's favorite Christmas movie. And I want to know what happens. And then they don't appear in Princess Switch 3 at all. And I'm like, where is Rose McIver, Netflix? Bring Rose McIver back. I was waiting for her to like jump in in the laser room and be like, let me throw (laughs) you my baby to offset the weight (laughs) sensor on the plate. Like something. Make something happen. Where are they? Okay. They're just, you know, they're not really filling in all these places. Plot holes like they're not you <laughs> thought they were going marvel universe and then they were like we no that they, were they couldn't afford they couldn't they're afford like marvel it. universe if nobody's job is to keep track of what you did in the last movie <laughs> <laughs> i mean i was surprised that they remembered like whose parents had died and what like i thought they were just gonna mess up and be like here's lady margaret's dad and i'm like no she's famously an orphan but no i mean the poor writers i think 
they already were already got a last minute note from Vanessa Hudgens where she was like, oh, by the way, I demand that my character, at least one of my characters is Filipino. And they're like, OK, uh, all right, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll find a place. They're like, someone, like, I don't someone think... go find us a small Filipino girl stat. <laughs> right. They're like, we got to make this work. Vanessa E.P. Hudgens needs it. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, there just wasn't enough room to really comb through the previous text. Listen, I got know, two, I think I got they're two leaving movies, it on purpose. They want us, to, they wanted this to happen. They wanted this discussion exactly to happen. They want everyone to be discussing the history of Princess Switch for oh, hours. Oh, sorry, I forgot to mention, um, I'm actually Vanessa Hudgens playing Colette McIntyre. <laughs> uh, Colette couldn't oh be God, here Vanessa. tonight. Yeah, We're no. so happy to have you here. And no, sorry about Colette, the comments there. that Lee made earlier about your accent. No, I'm so sorry. I mean, listen, it's, I love to learn. I love to grow. I really take all criticism. I also feel like it's a real, um, we did a real disservice to anyone listening that none of us decided to do this whole episode in a bad British accent. Blonde way. Ellie, like, it's right there <laughs> waiting for you. <laughs> Wait, Ali, I love the idea that you're like, we could have been wearing a blonde wig. This is famously, I believe, uh, an auditory medium. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we, listen, we could tell them we are all we wearing are all blonde wearing, wigs. We are, actually. We are all wearing blonde yeah, wigs. Wait, <laughs> my hair's in my mouth. My hair's in my mouth. You gotta <laughs> you gotta listen to more of our, our podcast, Colette, because we love uh we I love, love a visual a, gag. I love, yeah, a visual we love a visual gag on this podcast, okay? Well, that's why I thought yes. it was so funny that you were um dodging la- lasers this whole yeah, recording. This whole time. I None found it so it, impressive. It is really impressive. It's, I mean, the ways in you which you should see my my ass is like hammy. my ass is so high, getting up in the air off the ground to like avoid this laser. I'm doing a full split, you know, like it's I mean, intense. And like impressive. it's nothing. Like you're not even out of breath. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> um, Amazing. I it is crazy that we've spent so much time talking about this insane movie that barely are we like we also barely. yeah it's you gay. could have been horny and gay yeah so let's um let's discuss a little bit more i mean we've talked about fiona what are the let's let's really deep dive on fiona so we have the family trauma we mm. have the like flamboyance of yeah fiona. i mean high like, pageantry often gay yeah yes like the fact that she even has like we are getting henchmen I just feel like it's a very like queer thing, right? To be like, this is our queen bee, and like here's the henchmen, and they're all just queer. and that her henchmen are so clearly gay. Yes, mm-hmm. like very that. Gay. That is a gay trio. That is not. There are no straight people involved in the Fiona little triangle of which is why Princess Switch Three is a travesty. Because why would you make it all about her relationship with two men? Oh, right. I mean, it's just, uh, it seems like a real, like they're a real bad lie. Like, it's just really hard to believe when you see Fiona and Peter talking to each other. It's it's like two co-workers yeah. just standing by a water cooler. Meanwhile, I'm like, drop Fiona into Hot Rabbit and you would see her in her natural mm-hmm. fucking element. Lee, have you ever You're been not- to a Hot Rabbit party? Probably not. Yeah, You don't. It's... <laughs> It's just, yeah. I'm, just just, I'm, is, I'm old and lame and married. This is, come on, Ellie. No, all of that means you don't have to go to Hot Rabbit, <laughs> yeah, which is you don't have to. a gift. That's how you know that you've won. You've succeeded. I don't want to be there. No one wants to be there. <laughs> <laughs> so Except sweaty. for Fiona. Except for Fiona would be, Fiona is like, yeah, the ultimate, like, she would be on the real L word. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Fiona is a gay elite. Yes. Like she's being wasted in 
Like, 100%, she was going to, she's obsessed with, in Princess Switch 3, they keep talking about going to, like, Capri or, you know, like, any of these, like, hot vacation destinations. And I'm like, yeah, that's because, like, she absolutely is enemies with Lindsay Lohan. Like, Fiona slept with Samantha Ronson. Yep. Fiona has slept with Kristen Stewart. She is, like, a, a lesbian. Yeah. Yes. Fiona, give us Fiona, give us, oh, my God, wait, listen. Cara Delevingne, Princess Switch 4. Ah. Yes. Done. Right? Like, Incredible. Like, hot ex Cara Delevingne breaks up her and Peter because, like, listen, nothing against Peter. You tried so hard, Peter. You just, mm, it's like, I've, he ha- he came in with, like, such a rough bar of, like, just the men in these movies are vaguely forgettable, you know? And so I'm like, none of us really care about the dudes anyways. Plus, it's like you had the first movie where you're like, okay, I guess at least we, like, get to see a- Edward, like, say anything. Or, like, <laughs> you had two movies to get to know Kevin. And I'm like, then you just trot Peter out and you're just like, quick, get behind this. Look how sad he was at boarding school. And I'm like, it's just not right. And they're like, look me. at him now. He's in a turtleneck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like. I'm also, I mean, like, Peter is also a cop, so I don't really, or, like, was a cop, mm-hmm. yeah. but then was framed for a diamond thing or something. Yeah. It's very unclear. But then again, I don't know. I mean, I know that we really just sold in how gay Fiona is, and, like, I do think she's incredibly gay, and this is not taking away from that. And, like, I know that I would be obsessed with Fiona, like, all of her exes. Like, her birthday would be my phone password, even years after we broke up. But I also think that I would wake up one morning and Fiona would have left me for a cop. Like, that does kind of make sense, yeah. you know? Mm. Like, Fiona does read as someone that you, like, think everything is going great. You have, like, matching stick and poke tattoos. And then all of a sudden she's left you for a straight man. Okay, but here's the yeah. thing. Yes, but, but I mean, only that doesn't because, mean she's not queer. Let's because- right. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying she would do it, but only because she had like some parking tickets that she needed taken care of, right? Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. She wouldn't even Stanley. tell you though. She would just be like, "Sorry, sorry, babe, this is." You should be like, "Oh, yeah. so funny. This is just how life works, Kaledi Moo." Are you even mad? How would you would you die if Vanessa Hudgens called you Kaledi Moo? Would that like be the highlight of your whole year? It would, I think I would cease to exist. Like, I think I would Mm. just fully apparate. I would transcend into nirvana. There's nothing left for me on planet Earth. If Vanessa had just looked me in my eyes and said, "Mm, Kaladi Moo, oh my God. (laughs) But would you you want her to be in the full Fiona getup when she did it? I just don't know if both of us, like, how would both of our hats fit in whatever room that we're in where this transpires, mm. you know, like as someone you can't really tell right now. Well, just kidding. Listener, I am currently wearing a befeathered robe head to toe. Also, upon my head, there's a golden finch and it's alive. How is it staying there? No one knows. Um, it's scared of the lasers, obviously. Come right. On. It's really terrifying. Yeah. It shouldn't be here. Uh, but no, truly, I am someone who often is in, like, high femme drag. So I just worry that if we were lovers, and I would love to be, it's like, how how much closet space do we have access to? Well, listen, um, she's probably got a, a whole chateau just full of closets somewhere where she's hiding, where all of these Princess Switch characters, like, you know, stay in the closet. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's doable. It would definitely have to be, like, pre-losing all of her money. 
Like once she lost it all, you couldn't stay with her either. Oh yeah. You know? They also never really solved that. Like I'm gonna be like in Princess Switch 3, which you didn't see, they don't really address the fact that she no. is broke. They're like, broke. she has a mom now, but yeah. she owes so much in taxes. Yeah. Like I think in Princess Switch 4, she's going to jail because she has not paid income tax. No. I'm mm. sure in like decades. Yeah, for years. Years. But yes, yeah, so Fiona's super gay. Let's talk a little bit about Stacy being oh, gay. That's Stacy. Okay, so Stacy's whole thing from the beginning is like her ex left her, like depressing. She basically has not dated at all since that ex, right? Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is also just like a super queer thing of like she's just like harboring this like heartache for so long. Her best friend is also a lesbian, like Kay slash Kevin, right? Uh-huh. Yes. I just feel like they're like a very queer friend friendship. Okay, plus, we all know that gay baker on TikTok who does the, like, slap in the dough. Like, there were were opportunities here. Baking can get pretty gay. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I think baking is exclusively gay these days. Like, I most lesbians aren't out at bars at night anymore and it's because everyone is like tending to their sourdough starter i have to lure women onto dates like to date me by promising sourdough so it's like uh, only bakers are butcher baker candlestick maker that's the first three people i saw when i opened lex yeah those are all homosexual (laughs) women yeah and it's also like they make a big point of Stacey being like type A and so tightly wound and everything is scheduled. And I think it's because it's like, Stacey, what are you scared of? You know, like if you just let go a little bit, if you like, you know, make those those dough that make that dough into two supple rounds, put them side by side. What are you scared of? Like, What are you going <laughs> to unlock? What are you going to find? Mm-hmm. There's and I think but I feel like that's why in the second movie. She is so mm-hmm. like, because she was like, oh, I, I'm in love with a prince and that's so crazy and cool. And then she was like, wait, I hate this. She's like, I like she yeah. buries herself. Right. She buries herself in work in the first movie. She buries herself in work in the second movie. Like she's constantly trying to be busy because she's trying to suppress her gay thoughts. We know this. And yeah. and. While we're talking about things they don't really come back around to in the third movie, so, like, they don't really deal with the fact that, like, Fiona's broke and, like, basically has nothing but a giant empty mansion full of, like, the toilet paper she stole to eat tonight, right? So they also really don't address the fact that they're like, hey, remember how the Princess Switch 2 is all about how you stopped fucking your husband? (laughs) And, like, (laughs) we're just never gonna circle back around to that. Like, we're just gonna leave that where it was, okay? Like, there's no resolution here. We don't ever see you be like, and oh I'm just gonna like grab him by the epaulettes and like pull him into our bedroom like no that scene never happens when you could tell by how excited Prince Edward is um because he gets looped into the switch um oh, yeah. rompery skullduggery uh, huh uh, as he calls it yeah he gets to participate in the the shenanigan and the facade and he comes to life yeah. in a way that immediately suggests I'm like oh y'all are still not no they, he has not played like, in a long time that man oh yeah no he is putting all of his sexual energy into yeah sewing badges and epaulets onto all of his blazers a problem that Kevin and Meg uh clearly do not have right because like Kevin who proposed and or no First of all, Meg proposes to Kevin, gay. Then they literally get married, like, mm-hmm. that In day. an airport. In that an day. airport. Uh-huh. 
that that minute. is so gay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then they finish the third movie, and he's like, "You still got those red heels?" And like, yeah. I mean, there's they very they are not shying away from like which couples are still fucking and which are not. And the answer is right Stacey. because Kevin is a lesbian. Yeah. I'm like, truly, if they're like, if subtly in the way that they were just like, also, oh, Stacey is Filipino. If they were just like, oh, yeah, Kevin's a trans man. I'd be like, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm like, yes, here and we go. To be fair, put a trans man or a lesbian in any of the outfits Kevin was wearing. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, sold. you didn't see Kevin in anything but a like warm turtleneck, like a warm colored, like wine yeah. turtleneck and a loose trouser. Yeah. Like he was killing it. Can we also wait? Okay. I know that we're talking about like the main, the main girlies are V Hudges as like star queer characters. But when <laughs> Lee, when you said there is a character, or like I was so betrayed or aghast at this, like the lack of a through line in the, uh, the third Princess Switch, I really thought what you were going to say, not my princess, my Christmas prince. I thought you were going to talk about the villain of Princess Switch one. The redheaded baker, Brianna, <gasps> yes. who I was like, yes. that is a hot, bitchy lesbian if I've ever seen one. And I want more of her. Can we ship her and Fiona? Because like they'd be fucking yes. vicious together. Imagine the 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 sca- the backstabbing that they would get up to, yes. the intrigue, the scams, the sabotage. Yeah, I mean girl has a lot of skill like also the amount of energy that she put into sabotaging stacy is like you are you're teetering on the edge of like that when you're so you hate someone so much you're actually in love with them well okay and here's where here's where you look at movies like this and you're like put more queer people in writer's rooms and here's why because any queer person would know that actually what you have is a fantastic setup because you ended princess switch three where stacy is still clearly not a huge fiona fan right because she was like no maybe keep her in the coven i should stay here a little longer actually um so she's clearly still not on board and i'm like lean into that like the chemistry (gasps) that you have of her being like not quite there and have fiona show up with her new girlfriend who's the fucking baker from from the first movie and then and you just are watching Stacy like seethe internally at being like I fucking hate all of this so much and it just opens up like such delightful possibilities for you and then we get a classic enemies to lovers um storyline between mm-hmm. I would say Stacy and Fiona Right, like, why does Stacy hate Fiona so much and continually push her away or try to get her out of the house and put her in prison? Well, I feel like it might be because she kidnapped her enough in, in the second one. Right, like, wait, that is a great. Wait, 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 wait. No, but even better, yeah, not the kidnapper and the lover. Even yeah, better. No, 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 so yeah, yeah. you have Fiona it, Stockholm syndrome. That shit. You have Fiona shows up with this is who I'm dating now, and then they have to switch, and Stacy has to be her girlfriend. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, and that's when Stacy finally realizes. Yes. What was missing all along. Also, this is okay. This is would be awesome because then Brianna and Stacy are talking, and Brianna starts like spilling her heart out to Fiona of like, I sabotaged Stacy, but really I've been in love with her this whole time. <gasps> and then Stacy's like, What the fuck? But also, this this brings up another thing, which is I also feel like there's this level of like Stacy's married to this man, but she does not love him because she always lies no. to him when they no. change, when they switch places, right? Like you could very easily. Oh, have yeah, she told, never tells him. 
you could very easily have told your Mm -hmm. husband, hey, it's me. There were many like private moments between the two of them where she's still pretending she's someone else because she's like, please, I do not want to be. Don't kiss me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to kiss you. Like, please get away from me. And and even when she's in there, like she doesn't even go too far. Like she could pretend to be Margaret and be like, no, Stacy loves you so much, Edward. Like she tells me all the time how like you're the one. Like she talks about how in love with you she is. All she gives him is literally she's like, Edward, everything is going to be all right. I promise. What? What? Right. Ma'am, no. please. And you like, see that's how That's how you're going to comfort your husband. Right. It's going I mean, to in the, be all right, sweetie. <laughs> in the original P, the original P suite, and that's what I'm shortening Princess Switch to. Mm-hmm. Get up, <laughs> this We're late in board. the podcast, I'm giving a nickname. <laughs> We're doing P suite hard launch now. Uh, but in the first P suite, you see a lot of why Edward loves Stacy, right? And like, granted, I did think that was insane how everyone kept being like, I don't know about this one. What an opinionated woman. And like, really what she was just doing was being like, I have a thought. And everyone's like, you're insane. Yeah. Um, and Edward's like, hold on. I've never seen something like this before. But you Not never since really grandma. See, right. <laughs> and he's like, and I've always wanted to fuck my grandma. So this works. Uh, but you really never see why Stacy likes Edward. <laughs> No, he, like one time she just says he looks good in a suit. And you're like, you know what? Who else looks good in a suit? A butch Lesbian, woman. But I'm sorry. <laughs> Wanting to fuck grandma's going to be the point at which I'm, <laughs> I can't with this movie. Oh, my God. I'm like, listen, I'll ship all the Vanessa Hudgens together. But <laughs> oh, not not Edward not and his Edward. own grandma. Oh, don't God. don't be courageous. Don't be a coward. I'm just that's. We've we've hit the point for me. I'm there. I'm ready. I'm in it. I'm here. Peace, sweet. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, just imagine Edward being like, Grandma, I'm yeah. stuck I'm under the bed. bed. <laughs> Grandma, and this is so, help me. My, my 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 <laughs> just sticking out from under the bed. God. Oh, Edward's sitting God. in the background while Fiona's doing her laser dance and he's like, that's how I used to look when Grandma spanked <laughs> me. <laughs> Grandma used to make me dance like that. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, God, he's like, and we're back. Oh, Jesus. But Listen, it's, a, it's apparently no at an hour and a half into our podcast that we lose, that we lose all control, okay? That's yes. where we're at. Holy God. <laughs> but yes, agreed. Do we think that Duchess? Do we think that Duchess slash Queen Margaret is also queer? What do we think is queer about her, or do we feel like she's the lone straight in our in our trio? I, no, I think I think you're absolutely right, Colette. I think she and Kevin have queer energy. I'm here for like 100%. they're in a gay relationship with each other. Yeah, I think we aren't. Kevin is queer coded from the fucking start, and I think Margaret sees that is a try like. Oh, God, just imagine the storyline of if Kevin was, like, you know, not queer-coded and was objectively queer. The idea that, like, Margaret not only falls in love with a quote-unquote commoner, but then, ooh-ooh, also it's, like, a Mm same-sex relationship. And then you have a lesbian queen? Yeah. (gasps) Love it. Come on, Netflix. Yeah. 
Well, and because the thing is, listen, you don't even have to look too hard to find the metaphor in a story that's all about like, I live my whole life closeted Mm. in this castle and I just want to go out and experience life where I get to be my true self for a bit Mm -hmm. and like fall in love with this beautiful lesbian. Yeah, sure. We've all been there. Okay. We've all been there, Margaret. Let's be honest. Well, and also look at the difference between the different dates. Well, they all get brought to like Christmas (laughs) villages all on all of the like set piece dates between our one of our V Hudges and one of her paramours. For some reason, they all just go to the same Christmas village. But like Peter takes uh, Fiona via like helicopter, which I'm like, ugh, that's so to- toxic. Um, but like the way that Kevin and Margaret interacted on their date in Peace Sweet 2, it's just, I was like, I, I'm just watching like two beautiful women, just two lovely, gentle ladies. Just processing Re- their feelings deeply. And yeah. also, so, like, the amount like, of feelings that are there. Yeah. Oh, like, and right. a lot of feelings. Yes. That's what I'm saying. They're getting back with your ex. That is a queer storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Don't try to, don't try to lie to me, Netflix. I'm on to you. Okay, so, so here's the real question then. Who are we shipping who do you who's your gay ship in these movies colette if you had to pick like just one what's your ship okay i mean i'm gonna be honest things have changed and things have evolved for me <laughs> like i entered i entered this zoom full katusi not katusi <laughs> <laughs> well it could be katusi i was calling them kutches which is mm. uh Kay or kevin and the duchess okay I like that. Um, i like it which is very close to Katusi. So, <laughs> but now Fiona and Brianna yeah. is becoming Fiona. or Fiona, Fiona or just Fiona and everyone, and it becomes a Fiorgi. Yeah. That is my ship. Yes. I'm going Fiorgi. Fiona fucks everyone in this movie. <laughs> I'm totally here for Fiorgi. I don't know if I necessarily ship Stacy with anyone. I just really want her to leave Edward. Like, girl yeah. needs to explore her queer identity. I mean, it's like I'm gonna say Stacy. I'm shipping Stacy with herself and her own queer identity. Oh, this is like a new one wow. for me. But I just want her to be independent and like really finally be able okay. to be herself. That's it. I, I don't know what her ship name I'm is. I'm gonna but... go. I ship the okay. queerest, like, queerest ship of all. I'm is gonna say is I'm yourself. Gonna say I'm shipping Fiona and Mindy. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Fiona and Mindy. Findy. Oh, Findy. Fiona. Yeah, Findy. I think Findy. And because that opens up the door for me, where I do think Fiona shows up with Brianna, but I think it's all a long con because Fiona sees Stacy a mile away, and then I ship Stacy and, and Brianna together. Right. It's triangulation. Yeah. 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 Mm. So Fiona's like making moves. She's making things happen. Right. Fiona's like, here's my hot girlfriend. Also, I have to be somewhere else, and I need you to pretend to be me, mm. Stacy. Rare. Okay. <laughs> and and she's gonna make Stacy and Brianna happen and it's gonna be Diana. I mean that Iana love- just is perfect for a ship name, you know? Right. You well, I also use that like- Iana. Yeah. I like Fendi because then you can be like, I'm in my Fendi bag. You know, mm. and, you know, and I like Stiana because it reminds me of Stevia, and that's just sweet. Oh, <laughs> I crushed it. Crushed it. Perfect. So that's, that's what's that my, in my tea. That's my ship. That's my princess switch four storyline. Okay. Excuse me. Do you mean peace we four? Peace we four. four. Peace we four. four. Yeah. What's the what's the tagline? What's the sub subheading subtitle? Oh, peace we. Oh yeah. Well, okay. We had romancing the scar, 
Is this one romancing the strap? Yes. So this is when they're getting gay. Peace before romancing mm-hmm. the strap. Romancing the strap. Love it. Love it. Peace before wife swap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. I love it. Incredible. Um. All right. This movie is chaos, and ha- so has this episode in a great way. <laughs> I. Ellie, I think the we can all agree. Thing is, yeah. Peace we. Peace we. Peace we. Should have been gay. Should have been gay. Should have been gay. Had, been had gay. to have. All right, let's go. We're going to go into our Q and gay. You ready? Q. 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 And. Gay. Here we go. You ready? Question number one. Who's the gayest of the doppelhudgens? A, Stacy, B, Margaret, or C, Fiona? C, Fiona. Good. good. Easy answer. Yes. Come on. Easy Come answer. on. Okay. Question two. Which fictional country would you want to be royalty for? Out of A, Belgravia. B, Montanaro. C, Genovia, or uh, D, Aldovia. What is Aldovia? That's where Rose McIver rules in Oh my, my God. <laughs> Truly, I thought y'all were going to be like, D, the Philippines. <laughs> That's famous, my right famous, famous right fictional in the Philippines. Yeah. Has anyone ever seen it? Um, uh, okay, well, I mean, my answer in my heart is the Philippines. Real country. But I'm going... I'm between Belgravia or Montanaro. I guess I'm going Montanaro. Fair, fair. No real reason. We do see a lot more of it. Just feels you know? right. That's what I thought. Yeah. I feel like we got more. All right. Question number three. What's more romantic? A, snowball fight. B, horseback ride. Or C, jewel heist. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I mean, what's more erotic? Jewel heist, baby. That laser butt. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> splits on splits. Uh, what's more romantic? I love a little snowball fight. I love a little like, oh no, ouchies, I'm hurt. And then we fall into the snow laughing and laughing. <laughs> love it. Okay. Question four. Who had the worst proposal out of A, Prince Edward or B, Kevin? Oh, wow. Um, I mean, we can't go Kevin because Kevin was the queerest proposal of all. Of, of all. So Edward. Oh, yeah. Edward was weird because his proposal was if we still love each other a year from now, yeah. let's get married. Um, um, also, and it's like, Edward, my God. proposal on live television while engaged to another woman. Interesting choice. That's true. Edward, Everyone in that baking choice. competition. If I came in third at that baking competition, do you know the uproar I would have? let out if i saw that the prince was proposing to the woman who won first yeah i'd be like this was over it yeah mm-hmm. absolutely all right question number five what's your favorite switch moment a hat requirement for d b stacy giving edward advice c oh, stacy yeah. at the disciplinary committee or d margaret at cunard's cunard's party I mean, obviously, Mar- it's Margaret at Cunard's. i was scared that we weren't going to get any like juicy fiona mo- moments but it's that uh it's that tango the tango it is that tango it's a great one also candy cr- cane martinis is not going to be the new uh negroni spagliato with prosecco in it like candy cane martini is not hot drink <laughs> even even with fiona trying her hardest to make it so but right her being like mm, yes a candy cane martini i'm like are you a five-year-old who just <laughs> woke up in an adult body today Fiona actually has uh, type 2 diabetes. It's really tragic. <laughs> she shouldn't be drinking those. No, Fiona. Incredible. Well, on that note, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, it's a so, real thing. No, this was so fun. 
and just like just chaos. perfect episode. Pure oh, chaos please. episode. I love it. Was it was such a joy. Listen, I'm we so could excited be here for another two hours easily. Like I have so much to say the- about these movies. That's the only way we would ever make heads or tails of it. We'd even talk about the random magic man. But, you know, no, and that's... I know. That's classic. That's for next P-suite. time. That's P-suite, P-suite. baby. That's P-suite for you. <laughs> so, so tell all our listeners where they can find you on social media and if you have anything coming up. Sure, sure. Um, so you can find me... You know, see what I look like. See how much Fiona I be given on a normal day um, on Instagram because Twitter is on fire. Yes. Um, my handle Twitter is might not young. exist by the time. Right. By the time comes this out. comes out, we'll probably all be on Friendster. Yeah. We'll be back on Neopets. So catch me back on Neopets. <laughs> um, but you can also follow me on Instagram at young, Y-U-N-G, and then Baba Yaga, like the Russian witch, B-A-B-A-Y-A-G-A. And then you can, you know, follow that. You'll see what I'm up to. Um, is there right a photo now- of you in a red dress is what we want to know. I mean, there will be by the time yeah, this goes great. up. Excellent. Yeah, get it, get, get it. it ready yeah. for the next yeah, I'll get, week or I'll, so. I'll, 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 we do. I'm getting into my uh, peace week cosplay tomorrow. Amazing of a full shoot, and I'm watching. Oh my god! Wait, can we I, all three do a peace week cosplay together for something? <gasps> I don't even care for yes, what. yes. Okay, at r- yes. rom com con. Yes, amazing. Yes, wait, that's a real thing. No. We're going to make oh, it a real thing. We're going to start a convention. Let's start a convention so that we can cosplay as Peace Week, the three of us. Yes. Yeah, it's just hudge, hudge off. <laughs> Let's have a hudge off. 2023. Yes. Can Listen, you imagine? To be fair, Actually, that would be a great queer event. This I mean, hudge host- off is just Coachella. That is what this- a Vanessa Hudgen mm. off is. When I, was in, uh, when I was in college, there was a girl I went to college with who, like, just famously would always, like, she just threw parties, like, themed parties, right? Okay, cool. And we threw a party one year where it was a Britney Spears party, and you had to come dressed as, like, a Britney Spears from one of her music <gasps> videos, and it was... Fun freaking great it was incredible so like we could t- we could make this happen is all i'm saying so okay? we're doing hudge off 2023 yeah, at, the, at mm-hmm. the next hot rabbit in belgravia we are doing a hudge off. meet us there it'll only take hop, two hours to get there from wherever you live doesn't matter where you plane. are it takes two hours yeah. <laughs> me me ow I kind of just want to end the episode on the meow personally. But uh, listen, what a blast, Colette. What a blast. Thank you, y'all. Such a joy. Let me hear you say hip, 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 hip. We love hearing from all of you. We love continuing to build this community. And we just like to shout out some of our favorite things every episode. And this week, we want to start by shouting out everybody who sent us or tagged us or posted about us in their Spotify wrapped. This really is. It's like Christmas every year. It's just the best. It's so much fun to see everyone who's listening to us. And it just it makes us it makes us feel really nice and good inside. That's all. Pretty amazing. Also, we had some people reach out individually, so we want to shout you out. We want to shout out CJ, who reached out on Instagram and said, I don't listen to many podcasts, but when I do, I listen to Les Hangout. Thank you for that. Amazing. We are so happy that we are one of the few that you listen to. It just, makes us feel special. It does make us feel special. Okay. It's fine. We're fine. We we just have feelings. Um, we also, as always, want to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster. Tanya Ferguson. Sarah and Julia, Alana Rosen, Lizette Stye, Katie Benitez, Fiona W., and our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Leah Hendley, Andrea Doucette, 
and Julia Gonzalez. Thank you all so much for all your support and for all of our patrons. We absolutely could not keep making this podcast without all of you. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Let's Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or you can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use for podcasts, make sure that you subscribe. That way you'll get new episodes as soon as they go up every week. We're also posting videos on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod to catch them. Let's Hang Out is an independently produced show. It's hosted by us. Audio production is done by Ellie. Our production assistant is Krista Murison, and various other things are done by me. If you want to support the podcast, the easiest way to do that is to rate and review us on iTunes. We love hearing what you have to say. If you want to support us financially, you can join our Patreon. You get access to so many things. You get access to our Discord chat that we have with all of our patrons. You get access to ad-free episodes as well as our bonus Patreon-only episodes. You get access to Les Essentials watch parties, all sorts of cool stuff. You can find that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. And if you want to get some Les Hangout merch, you can get that at bit.ly slash lesshop. It is the perfect time to get some holiday gifts for all the gays in your life. Remember, we also have a queer production company. We're making queer podcast musicals with guaranteed happy endings. You can find everywhere at Dollar Bean Prod. Or you can find it at our website, dollarbeanproductions.com. And you can listen to all of the episodes of our first show, The Flame. They are available on any podcasting app. If you want to help support us in making more musicals, you can join our Patreon at bit.ly slash dollarbeanpatreon. If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Ellie Brigida. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.